Welcome to the Birth Prep Podcast. I'm Taylor, and I am here to equip you with the tools and the information that you need to create your desired birth experience. As somebody who has had a natural, unmedicated, physiological labor and delivery experience, I get the question a lot, how do you manage your pain during the process? Like, a lot. Like, it's the most asked question. (laughs) Like, how did you do that? Which kind of makes me sad because, I mean, our bodies were made to do it naturally and unmedicated. Like, it's not that shocking and it's not that difficult. Yes, it can be challenging, but it can also be very rewarding. Watching my body do everything that it was made to do, watching those events unfold right before my eyes was crazy, especially having after I already had three children and I'm like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. And there is no right way to birth. That's not what I'm saying. But physiologically speaking, our bodies were designed to do it a certain way. I understand that every woman's experience with labor and delivery is unique, so I want to share some tips today that might help you manage the pain during your labor and delivery process. We're going to zoom through these today. I don't have a lot of time to record. I have kids coming home soon, so let's get to it. We're going to start off with number one, which is practicing relaxation techniques. Now, you can implement anything that helps you relax. I am not here to judge. Whatever helps you get in that zone of relaxing and opening and releasing tension in your body, I highly suggest you at least try it out. Common methods for relaxation techniques would obviously be like focusing on your breath work, deep breathing. There's like different visualization techniques you can do, envisioning that you're already holding your baby, that everything that you're going through right now is worth it. And you can envision this like result that you're trying to create for yourself to get you through the tough work. Meditation might help. I know there's like hypnobirthing, things that are like practiced to like get into that relaxation zone. One of the most relaxing things for me that day, which can also be a hindrance to me because sometimes I just get overstimulated and I'm like, please get away from me. But usually during my labor process, it's comforting and I like physical touch. Just knowing that my husband is right there and he's there to support me and he's my safe space and all that fun, beautiful stuff. Maybe you don't have somebody like that and that's fine. But for me, that brings me a huge chunk of relaxation, right? It, it helps my body release that tension because my person is there with me. They're hands-on. I know they're there. I know they've got me if I need it. And I think that that really helps me relax is when he's there like he's not allowed to leave my side after a certain point I'm like pee now or forever hold your pee like that's the vibe another thing that I really like to implement is using heat something I implemented last birth and it's something that I will forever implement again especially as someone who goes through um, extreme back pain during my labor process this can look like a heating pad a hot shower a warm bath whatever you have available to you utilize it try it out test it see if it works for you I absolutely adored my birthing tub last time. It's the first time I got to use one, and that crap was awesome. The heat felt so nice. Being in the water felt so nice. Highly recommend. Number three, move around. Get up and move. (laughs) Change positions. Doing different things. These can help reduce pain and discomfort when you are feeling those things. Also, we know that a body in motion stays in motion. A body that is moving around, changing positions, switching things up, 
is going to continue moving. Your inside pieces are moving to get baby down and out of the birth canal. So when you are continuing that movement, you are continuing that process. When I talk to mamas who have stalled during their labor, it's because they were laying in bed for hours on end. This happened to me with my first baby in the hospital. Things were moving really slowly. I stopped progressing at one point. They threatened a C-section, et cetera, et cetera. There was a lot wrong with that birth experience, but part of it was because I was laying or sitting in bed the entire time. Different labor positions do different things. They can help with your pain and discomfort. Try moving around. Try changing those positions up. Try something new. If you haven't moved around in a while, get up and move around. Um, Walking, rocking back and forth, standing, um, using the yoga ball, anything that you can get into a different position in and give your body some movement, it can really help with the pain and discomfort. Number four, hydrate and fuel your body. Labor's a lot of work. It's in the name and giving our body what it needs. If it needs those things, if it tells you, hey, I'm hungry or hey, I'm thirsty, make sure you're giving it what it needs. Listening to your body is incredibly important during the labor and delivery process. Your body knows what it's doing. Your body knows what it needs. Now I have talked to a lot of different mamas and talked about their birth experiences with them. And there are, it's a pretty 50-50 split to be honest from what I've seen. There are some people that love eating during labor and it helps them a lot and it fuels their body and it fuels their mind and it does exactly what they need it to do. Their bodies ask for food, all the things. And then the other half are like, I couldn't even imagine asking for food. I couldn't even imagine having a snack in the middle of that. I would have puked it up. I would have blah, blah, blah. So my biggest piece of advice is to just listen to your body. Give your body what it's asking for if it's asking for it. And for those listening who have always had the typical hospital birth experience and were told you weren't allowed to eat, you are allowed to eat. They can't keep you from eating. If it's something that you want to implement, weigh the risks versus the benefits, understand why you're choosing to do so or not to do so, and make a decision that you feel really good about. It's your decision to make. Number five is seeking support. So support during labor is huge, right? We choose a birth team or at least a birth partner in most scenarios that we are going to be supported by that person that day. If you want added support or maybe you don't have anybody in your life willing or able to provide that support that you need, you can hire that out. Doulas and other birth workers can be an incredible asset for you that day. Even the birth team that you hired your care providers, the nurses, etc. They are all there to support you as well, obviously in a different way, but they are there to support you. Feeling supported in that moment is definitely good for your mindset. It is good for your body to feel at ease. It helps you relax. It helps you be more open and tension-free. If there's bad energy in the room, maybe you have somebody there that really probably shouldn't be there and doesn't deserve a space to be there. And they're there and they're contributing to that bad energy in the room that's going to affect what you're trying to do, which is a lot of work already in and of itself. Like we don't need to make it any harder. So make sure everybody in your birth space is there for the common goal of helping you achieve your goals for your birth experience. I'm just going to leave that at that because I could go all day on this. I'm trying to keep this episode short and sweet. (laughs) Six, consider different comfort measures. Um, This could look like a plethora of things, right? And again, same thing with the relaxation techniques. I don't know what makes you comfortable. 
There's so many different areas and different ways that we can implement comfort measures into our birth experience. For me, I'm trying to make my entire experience as comfortable as possible. So I personally am going to be having my baby at home this time, and I'm going to make a very comfortable birth space so that even my environment is reflecting what brings me comfort. Music can be comforting. Different smells can be comforting. Different textures. Like, I love a good fuzzy pair of slippers, but some people are like, get that thing away from me. Don't let that touch my body. I will scream. So it's all subjective. It's all whatever brings you comfort. Make sure you're considering those things. Make sure you pack anything you need to bring with you if you are not birthing in your home. If you are birthing in the hospital, see if they have any of the items that you might be bringing. Like, my hospital's always had birthing balls. That's something that I really like to use. It makes me comfortable. It helps me keep moving. It helps me with different labor positions. And that's something that they always provided for me. So I didn't have to bring my own. So if there's anything like that, that you're planning on bringing that would be typically offered, like maybe extra pillows or whatever, maybe your hospital has that available for you. Just something to take into consideration when you're making your list, the less things you have to bring, obviously the easier and better on you. So spend some time thinking about what would make you feel really comfortable. Think about a time where you have felt uncomfortable. What brings you joy? What makes you feel different? What shifts the vibe of the room? And then finally, number seven, we are trusting our bodies. Now, I don't know what you believe. I believe that I was beautifully and wonderfully and fearfully created. And I know that my body was perfectly designed to create and birth my children. And even if you don't believe what I believe, there is a lot of evidence that shows that our bodies were made for this and our bodies know what to do. And our bodies do this cascade of events so perfectly and beautifully to get baby out of our bodies. Like one of my very core beliefs is that my body was made for this. And that might be difficult for you to get behind if you don't have the same beliefs as I do. And that's fine. There are other beliefs that you can get behind that will help you trust your body in that moment. Birth affirmations are an incredible tool to use here. They can really help you shift your thoughts in the moment when your brain is like freaking out. Your brain's job is just to keep you safe that day. So your brain is like, oh my gosh, we can't do this. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so bad. Oh my gosh, everything's going to end so terribly. Oh my gosh, you're going to get hurt. The baby's going to get hurt. This is going to be so bad. And your brain is just trying to keep you safe. It's trying to keep you from going through with the labor process, which is crazy because you can't actually do that, but your brain doesn't really understand that. And that's fine. But when your brain starts to do their job that day, you want to be prepared and ready to assist your brain in getting on a different bandwagon, right? The negative thoughts more than likely will show up at some point. It's up to you if you're going to let them sit there and stew and affect you, or if you're going to take those thoughts, send them packing and replace them with more helpful, more positive thoughts. Thoughts that are aligned with the experience that you are trying to create for yourself. Again, I'm going to get off my soapbox because I could go all day on this too. So get to a point where you can trust your body to do what it needs to do that day. Give back any birth stories that don't serve you. Work through any big scary what ifs that keep popping up. Answer the questions. Practice your birth affirmations, those positive practiced thoughts. Look into how your body actually works to birth babies. Understand how things function. Our bodies are so incredible and we are out here doubting them left and right. Let's recap those seven coping techniques. Number one, practice relaxation techniques. Understand what helps you relax and implement those things in your labor and delivery process. Number two, use heat. Apply any type of heat to your lower back, your abdomen, anywhere that is causing dispain, dispain, discomfort and pain, etc. <laughs> Apply some heat and try that out. Number three, move around. Body in motion stays in motion. Changing positions during your labor can help to reduce that pain and discomfort. Number four, hydrate and fuel your body as you see fit. Just make sure that your body is getting what it needs when it needs it, if it even gets to that point. Number five, seek support. 
Having a support system in place can help to provide emotional and physical support during your labor experience. Make sure your chosen care team and your chosen birth team are prepared to support you in the ways that you want to be supported. Number six, consider comfort measures. You can use a birthing ball, shower, warm bath, anything that's going to help you relax and cope with the pain. We got music, we got dim lights, we've got fuzzy slippers, we've got all the things. There's so many options. Make sure that you are taking those into accountability beforehand so that you can set up anything that you need in advance. Your team can also be prepared to accommodate anything that you need that day. And then finally, number seven, we are trusting our bodies. Remember, your body is designed to give birth trust that process. Birth affirmations can really help if it's something you need. I'll link some in the show notes for you. I have some really pretty graphics that I love and they're free. So definitely snag those. I have one as my screen background on my phone right now and I love it. It's super cute. And I love the phrase on it, right? It's telling me to practice that every day. Every time I pick up my phone, I see it. Before you go, I want to invite you to my birth prep power hour next week. On Friday, on the 10th, I am hosting a one-hour session. We're going to cover a lot of ground really quick, but it's going to be really impactful. I'm going to help you guys start to prepare your mind, your body, and your team to best support you in achieving the goals that you've set for your birth experience. I'm saving time to do some open coaching, so bring any questions that you have, anything that maybe you're stuck on, anything that seems like you can't get through it before your birth, bring it and we'll chat about it. If you cannot make it live, please still sign up. I will send you the replay. I'm also sending out a goodie bag to everybody that signs up, a little thank you, with some fun little things to help you on your birth preparation journey. This is entirely digital. It's all online. You don't even have to leave your bed, girl. You can come and hang out with me on your phone. So please don't miss this. I'm doing this entirely free. I cannot wait to hang out with you guys. I think this is such important stuff to talk about. I wish that this was taught all over the world, in all the hospitals, in all the birth prep classes, but it's not. This stuff is not talked about. So your girl's out here trying to scream it from the mountaintops. (laughs) I need you guys to have this information. It can literally change your life. It changed mine. You deserve a birth experience that you love and adore, not one that you need to heal from. And unfortunately, that is the reality of the birth industry today is traumatic, scary, painful, terrible birth experiences across the board. And it's not fair. It can be different. Let me not go on a whole rant. The information is in the show notes for that. I'd love to have you. Let me know if you're coming. I'm going to send you an email with all the information after you sign up with the Zoom link, all that fun stuff. And I cannot wait to hang out with you guys on Friday. Thanks for hanging out with me. Happy prepping. I'll talk to you guys soon.